Hello and welcome everyone to Know Your Food with Wardy. This is episode 142 and so the show notes are going to be ready for you at knowyourfoodpodcast.com com slash 142 when this show airs on iTunes. We are actually recording this live on Periscope right now. So for you live viewers, so glad you're here. Welcome. And then anybody who comes along later, this is how it's going to work. So if you're here with me live, you can tap the screen and share hearts. You can share comments. If you're watching the replay of this later on Periscope or at the show notes, knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 142. There is a video there with you, but the interactive element is not there anymore. But still, feel free to come on by and watch the video if you prefer that. So the topic of today's episode, Know Your Food with Wardy, is the top five traditional cooking cookbooks of 2015. I'm so excited to do this. I was thinking what would be fun, because this podcast is going to go up on Christmas Day, um, what would be fun to share? And if you're, if you're listening here live a little bit early, maybe some of these things will go on your wish list. But if you're listening on Christmas Day, maybe you have some Christmas cash or just some money um, that you want to put to a good use. So I thought we could ta- review 2015 and the great cookbooks that have passed my kitchen this year. And I could share with you why I like them. And um, if any of them tweak your fancy, Uh, Like in the comments right now, we've got a gentleman watching so he can get a gift for his wife. Well, I hope one of these top five books will will, um, trigger something that you know your wife would love it. I also have some honorable mentions too. And thanks for the thumbs up in the comments. So I'm going to go through the top five here. And if whether it's a wish list or a foodie in your life or... um, you just need the year in review. What happened in the traditional cooking world? That's what we're talking about today. Feel free, as I said, to keep tapping the screen with hearts if you're live with me and give thumbs up or reactions in the comments if one of the books I mention to you, you love as well. And when we all get done um, sharing the ones that are on my list, I do want to hear from you which uh, cookbooks you loved in 2015. So feel free to share those in the comments at the end along with your questions. We'll take a couple minutes for that. So these are not in order of preference, okay? So lest anybody think when I say number one or number two or number five that that means I'm ranking them. I'm not. I love all of these cookbooks dearly, and they just have to come out in some kind of order, right? So I kind of did it, it's probably chronologically from the ones that that I was... um, It's actually not even chronologically, but it does kind of go from most recent to earlier in the year. And I have pictures here of these books, either on the iPad or I have them physically with me. So if you're watching the video with me now, or if you're watching the video replay at knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 142, you can see the books. There is a bit of a glare. So the first one is Nourishing No Baked Treats by Lindsay Dietz. So um, she has been a guest on my podcast even recently as... um, uh, two episodes ago, it was knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 140. Lindsay is a writer at Traditional Cooking School and our content director at Traditional Cooking School, and she's a traditional cook in her own right and has come out with this fabulous book, Nourishing No-Bake Treats. So I'm going to give you a couple highlights about it. We have been making these. There's a base, simple base recipe. It's a fat and a sweetener, a liquid sweetener usually, and then um, coconut or nuts are the base. And you whiz it together in the food processor and you dress it up from there with fruits or cocoa powder or you just, there's 12 varieties of no-bake treats 
They're like cookie bites, hashtag cookie bite, or sorry, hashtag bites of goodness. Anyway, you just do it all in this, in your food processor or a heavy duty blender. So there's very little mess, really easy to clean up. You just whiz this, these base ingredients, you dress it up and you take a scoop or spoonfuls and you put it on your baking tray and you put them in the freezer or the refrigerator to solidify and you can put chocolate on top of some of them. I have literally made three varieties in less than 30 minutes that we dearly, dearly love. We did a um, chocolate-covered raspberry, which is at traditionalcookingschool.com. She let us share the recipe, so go to traditionalcookingschool.com and search for chocolate-covered raspberry no-bake cookie bites, Um, or you can hit the podcast, which is episode 140, for a link to that. We made a salted caramel and we made a um, dark chocolate orange. They were all delicious and there's so many. You actually page through and you're like, I got to make these. I got to make these. They're so yummy. So a couple highlights about it. Like I said, it's a simple base recipe. It's one appliance. So there's no mess. They're very easy. They're very healthy and they're allergy friendly. They're actually free of virtually all allergens except for nuts, some of the recipes. Um, And I'm getting a comment that the strawberry lemonade were delicious And Meg is, I think that's Meg. Yep, it's Meg. Hi, Meg. Meg is saying her family loves these. They made the blueberry mint. Yep, wonderful. So I've got some links for you again. If you want to hear more about this book, it's Nourishing No-Bake Treats. You go to knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 140. If you want to just go to the book directly, it's currently 50% off. And that link is knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash no bake. You're going to love that book. So that was book number one, not in order, but just a highlight of 2015. Okay, so the next book I'm going to feature here. Oh, by the way, number one is an ebook. Okay, some of these are both ebook and print. So I'm going to try to remember um, to, to specify that when I talk about it. So Nourishing No Baked Treats was an ebook. Um, book number two is also ebook. You can see the cover there. Um, DIY Herbal Coffee Substitutes by my friend Jessica Espinoza from Delicious Obsessions. This book is fabulous. Um, It's probably been six or eight months we've been enjoying it. I can't remember the exact details. Jessica was a guest on my podcast, episode 125. She has a great... um, healing story. She's actually been a guest twice, but the most recent one was 125 when we were talking about this ebook in particular. So that's knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 125. Um, If you want to hear more about the story behind the book, I'm going to give you a very short version. So she actually has, she, um, loves coffee, but coffee doesn't love her, which is similar to my story. Um, you know, she needed to be on a, healing diet and coffee simply had to go. So she, um, and she didn't like any of the DIY or she didn't like any of the herbal or other coffee substitutes that were out there. So she just started messing with her own recipes and, uh, she ended up with these herbal blends that are much more healthy than, um, store-bought or herbal coffee substitutes. And they're also cheaper. So she came up with these fantastic herbal blends. She actually started putting them together um, and selling them. But then she ran into kind of a wall with if she wanted to be approved and you know go through all the hoops of the FDA, she had to do a whole bunch of stuff. So instead of deciding to pursue that any further as a business of selling the blends to people, uh, which she did for a few months, but then she had to decide, decide she came to a a turning point. And I'm really summarizing the story that was on this podcast, but she came to a turning point. Do I go further with this or do I stop? And she decided to stop, but thankfully for us, 
she put her recipes in a book so we can all um, enjoy them. And so the book contains um, very healthy uh, DIY herbal coffee blends where you take beautiful, healthy herbs. They even do detox and liver purification, really good for us. And you blend them together. So you're going to save money off of buying like Ticino or Dandy Blend. You're also going to get healthier overall because the herbs are so wonderful. They can possibly be fresher. You can tailor them to your allergies. And I did I already say you're going to save money? You're going to save money over buying them. So the book itself, um, again, here's the cover. DIY herbal coffee substitutes. The book itself contains a handful of base coffee blend recipes, you know, slight variations, flavor or health benefits. And then she launches into a bunch of coffee shop recipes. So you can, you know, make your own Starbucks or if Starbucks is a dirty word for you, you can make your own coffee shop drinks at home. So I'm just, I just scanned the, um, the, um, table of contents really quickly. And I pulled out three. So there's a salted caramel, a white chocolate peppermint, buttered maple cream. And there's so many more of these lattes and frappuccinos and ice drinks that you can take the base recipe and turn into these coffee drinks at home. And I, um, I don't know if it was on here or an email this morning. Somebody said his daughter, it was on email. His daughter drinks a lot of coffee um, and she, especially Starbucks. So this book was really interesting to him for his daughter to, to have a more healthy, um, you know, drink and probably saving money's in there too. Um, here's another benefit of this book. Remember I mentioned healthier. So the herbs are really healthy. Well, another way you can get healthier, if you are like Jessica or somebody else, you're on a gut healing diet, you need to stay away from certain foods, you have sensitivities or allergies. Well, you can make these drinks with whatever milk you want, non-dairy or dairy. You can use whatever sweetener is allowable for you. Um, If you need to stay away from chocolate, you can use carob. There's so many options. And thank you everyone for continuing to share hearts and comments. I'm getting just loving the feedback here. So, um, more details about this book. <clears throat> it's DIY Herbal Coffee Substitutes. Go to knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash herbal coffee to check out the book itself or go to knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 125 to hear more about the book because Jessica and I had a whole episode devoted to it. Let's move on to book number three. Um, and Meg is in the house, I believe, at Meg Eat Beautiful. She is the author of this beautiful book. Um, and this book is called Eat Beautiful, and Meg's blog is eatbeautiful.net. So here it is on the iPad because it is an ebook, but it also is a soft cover um, on Amazon. And look, I want to show you guys my copy signed. <laughs> That's because Meg is my dear friend um, from college. We've known each other for a long, long time. And we live about an hour apart. It's such a blessing. So I want to tell you about this beautiful book. So the story is, by the way, Megan was another podcast guest. So knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 120 for the whole story. 
The book's title, Eat Beautiful, is very significant because a number of years ago, Megan and her family were faced with serious health conditions and embarked on gut healing diets. And Megan is a beautiful cook. She has been her whole life. She loves foods. She puts them together very artistically. And they, her family had had lots of comfort foods and lots of traditions and emotions and memories around food. But all of a sudden, they were embarking on this gut healing diet with very few foods they could eat. But it's so important in their own family culture and many of of us, right? Where you want to enjoy your food. So Megan not only embarked on this restrictive gut healing diet, but it was so important to her that along the way, she and her family continue to eat beautifully, eat beautiful. So this book is the culmination of years of developing beautiful recipes for her family for their own gut healing journey so that they would not feel deprived. So if you're on a gut healing diet like GAPS or Body Ecology or AIP or any other um, and you don't want to feel deprived, you don't want your family to be deprived, this... Uh, book can really help you. And I'm getting a question about particular egg allergies. So if you have a question about that, you can um, reach out to Megan. So her blog is eatbeautiful.net and you could correspond with her back and forth to see if that would work for you. Um, Anyway, I want to talk about some highlights of this. So one of the major things you don't want to feel deprived on if you're on a gut healing diet is sweets. There are a lot of sweets in here and you can see them on the cover, beautiful cake um, and another... I don't know what exactly this would be called, but it's got a crust and a cream layer with strawberries on top. Thank you so much for inviting your followers, Meg. Um, So there are a lot of sweets here that are grain-free, refined sugar-free, allergy-friendly. Megan is the queen of substitution, so she gives advice all along the way. If you can't have this, do this. So sweets definitely are part of this, but I want to highlight something that's not necessarily on the cover that I want to pull out here, which is there is a fantastic... It's not new, but Megan rediscovered it and brought it back to traditional foodies. Um, The uh, uh, method of making really moist and delicious and healthy grain-free breads. And the foundation of this method, instead of using already ground, potentially rancid uh, nut meals and nut flours, you instead start with... um, whole fresh nuts and seeds, you soak them overnight, you grind them up in a heavy duty blender food processor. So you get this nut meal mash. So the nuts are fresh. So the oils haven't gone rancid. There's a lot of moisture built in and you use this, um, base like nut mash, soaked nut mash for all kinds of desserts. Yes, but also breads. And I can tell you, because I've eaten both kinds of breads, I've eaten breads where you're using nut meal or coconut flour, where it's like eating, you know, a huge spoonful of peanut butter. You're just like, you just can't even swallow. It's so like sticky and dry. Well, a lot of grain-free breads are like that, but Megan's aren't. They turn out moist and delicious. They rival breads. They're so satisfying. You don't feel deprived and you don't also have that like hiccup-inducing dry mouth um, that so many grain-free products leave you with. So I could just go on and on and on about Megan's book, but this is definitely a top in my top five for 2015 links for you. Knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash Megan is her book and it is 50% off and includes a bunch of bonus recipe videos. So, um, check that out. Also, Megan was a guest on my podcast, knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 120. It's amazing story of healing, um, and the journey of eating beautifully. So if you want to hear more about Megan, go to episode 120. 
Oh, one more thing. I think I said already, but no grains and no refined sweeteners in this book and lots of adaptations around various food allergies or foods that you need to stay away from from a gut healing diet. Okay, moving on. We are at book number four, and I'm getting a comment, my favorite episode, by the way. I'm so glad to hear that. It was one of my favorites, too. I mean, Megan and I have been friends for a long time, so we already get along. That's... um, so we like to visit. <laughs> so it's like you guys were just joining us for a fun conversation. Um, book number four, the Einkorn Cookbook. Um, previous co- podcasts, several, two or three, have been devoted to Einkorn. Um, I had a guest, Jade Coyle, on from Einkorn.com. I also told you four reasons why I heart Einkorn. Um, and I don't have those links in front of me. So you just go to knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash podcast, and that'll take you to the archives, and you can just page back a little bit for those episodes if you want more. This book <coughs> is by Carla Bartolucci, who's the owner of Jovial Foods. Um, there's einkorn.com where you can get great einkorn flour. You can also get great einkorn flour and whole grain from both of these from Jovial Foods. So I uh, Carla's the author of Einkorn, and look at that beautiful cover with that beautiful artisan loaf. Gorgeous, huh? Well, this book is so beautiful. There are pictures, beautiful recipes. Now, it's included in my top five traditional, even though not everything in here is traditional methods, but there's fabulous information on sourdough, and the recipes are easily adapted. Like if there's a unsoaked or unsourdough recipe, I simply use homemade uh, sprouted einkorn flour. So it's just a journey of beauty. And that's why I'm including it. And I'm very grateful to Carla because she gave me permission to share some of the recipes in our einkorn baking e-course. Lisa is saying, I won this from you. I remember that. I'm so glad, Lisa. Yes, she, she won that as a package for our, mem- we had a, um, a giveaway for members of traditional cooking school. So, um, Anyway, Carla gave me permission to share a couple recipes, which I have in the Einkorn Baking e-course. And one of the recipes in particular is the No Need Overnight Artisan Loaf. Um, Shouldn't take me too long to find it here. Uh, I'm getting close. I'm getting close. Here it is. So it's a No Need Overnight Artisan Loaf sourdough. And she gave me permission to share that with our members at Traditional Cooking School. So actually, yesterday, when I'm recording this, um, members received the very last um, lesson of our Einkorn Baking e-course, and it was using this no-knead sourdough. And I, I not only included her base recipe, but I included all kinds of variations because this one dough that you don't have to knead um, can make virtually 99% of your sourdough breads in your house, if you can have Einkorn, that is. <clears throat> So we've used it for sandwich bread, dinner rolls, English muffins, flatbreads, pizza crust, all kinds of things. So if you're a traditional cooking school member, definitely check that out. Um, Either way, you know, I just think everybody, member or not, should have this cookbook. So it's available on Amazon. A link for you is knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash einkorn cookbook. And einkorn is spelled E-I-N-K-O-R-N. And einkorn cookbook is one word. So I highly recommend this beautiful, beautiful book. Um, I also want to say that with as with every class that I teach at Traditional Cooking School, um, we combine all the recipes and tutorials 
the print materials basically for a class into an ebook of our own. So since Einkorn Baking just concluded, in the next couple months, we will be releasing an Einkorn Baking ebook as well. So definitely get this one. But if you love Einkorn, you also need to get mine as well that's coming out. Okay, uh, we are at number five. It's been so fun. Are you guys loving these books so far? Getting a comment, I want to start making sourdough for those not on gaps, but my grain mill is gluten-free. Oh, I see. Um, that is another subject for another day, um, but that's a tough one if you want to keep it totally gluten-free. I'm not sure I have an answer for you other than uh, purchase your flour and don't use, don't use a mill. Don't use your mill. Okay, so the next, the next, number five, it's our last one. Besides, I do have some honorable mentions. But I have shared with you my story in a previous podcast, number 113, knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 113, how I lost more than 30 pounds in one year. And um, that was in 2014. It was really May 2014 through May 2015. And here we are nearly 2016, and I've maintained that weight loss. And the way I did it was through using traditional foods with the Trim Healthy Mama plan. I want to say diet plan. It's not a diet. I mean, it is. I'm not even going to go into that. So anyway, Trim Healthy Mama. Well, if you've heard about Trim Healthy Mama, maybe got the book, whatever, they had a pretty big, thick um, Trim Healthy Mama book. And you know, I learned everything I needed to from that book, but I do know, and I've heard feedback from people that they not only felt it overwhelming, um, but number two, and I felt this as well, the recipes are hard to use because the recipes are sort of in this prose style instead of an ingredient list and step-by-step is sort of like, you know, use one cup of oats and do this, then add half teaspoon baking soda and do this, then, um, melt quarter cup butter and do this. And, and okay, don't quote me on those ingredients because I just actually blew the plan, which is you're not supposed to combine carbs and fats. Um, anyway, I want you to go to, to um, knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 113 to hear all about my story and the ins and outs of the Trim Healthy Mama diet. What I'm focusing on right here is that the old book could be overwhelming and the recipes were hard to use. So my top, another top pick cookbook for 2015 is actually their new book and actually plural books. I'm putting both of these books into one spot number five because, and here they are, here's the Trim Healthy Mama plan and the Trim Healthy Mama cookbook. And the reason I can say it's traditional cooking is because one of the sisters is a traditional foodie. So there's a traditional food influence with fermented foods and sourdough and soaking and um, whole foods and nutrient-dense foods. There's a huge influence in these books with that. Um, So here are links for you. Knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash THM plan, THM for Trim Healthy Mama, one word, THM plan, for the plan book. It's a lovely book. It's well-written. It's easier to digest than the previous one. Really valuable sections. Just wonderful. Um, the second book, which is the cookbook, knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash THM cookbook. All one word, THM cookbook. These recipes, which this book is actually brand new. I think I'd got it in the last month. So I'm just beginning to use it. But not only does it have gorgeous pictures, but the recipes are just what you want in recipes. Ingredient list (laughs) and step-by-step 
Um, and they, uh, there's, oh, and you know what? Oh my goodness. You know what page I just opened to? Artisan sourdough bread. <laughs> How fabulous is that? Um, so I don't have a lot to say about the recipes yet because I'm just beginning to use them. Um, but from first glance, it looks like it's going to be a fantastic resource for anyone wanting to use Trim Healthy Mama with traditional foods even. Um, I want to tell you guys that I'm going to be going through this heavily very soon. And in January, I'm planning to do a post on traditionalcookingschool.com with my own set of tips. I don't know how many there are yet because I'm still adding to the list, but my own tips on how to do Trim Healthy Mama with traditional foods. So look for that. And in the meantime, if you're thinking about you know, losing weight in 2016, you know, it's that time of year. Of course you can start anytime, but if you're really thinking about starting fresh, I do recommend you look at Trim Healthy Mama with traditional foods, of course. And again, my story is at podcast, knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 113. And then in January, look for my tips on doing it. How's everybody doing so far? We are at 25 minutes or so. Thank you for hanging with me. Thank you for the hearts that are flowing. Somebody has pink hearts assigned to them, and I'm guessing maybe it's Megan. Oh, here's some peach coming in. You guys know you have a heart color assigned to you. There's some light green and some blue. So um, everyone's doing great, says, well, Meg says I'm doing great. Good. Glad to hear that. Oh, I see the color coming in. I think you guys just needed me to remind you to be tapping the screen, right? <laughs> well, I appreciate that. So what do you think of the top five so far? Um, I said they were, it's hard for me to read. I can't read your name, but it's me too. You're doing great too. So I told you about nourishing no-bake treats. I told you about DIY herbal coffee substitutes, eat beautiful, Einkorn cookbook and the new Trim Healthy Mama cookbooks. So of those five, share in the comments, um, Cynthia. Okay, so Cynthia is doing great. So share in the comments. Um, if you have one or more of those, put a thumbs up. And someone says your heart color is the color of your profile pic. So I'm dark blue. Oh, interesting. That's very interesting theory. Okay, so share in the comments a thumbs up if you have one of those books already. So Amy says, yes, great. And if you have fast fingers, you could even type which ones you have. I'd love to see that. And you can also be typing questions because I'd love to answer some questions. Actually, save your questions because I want to do some honorable mentions. <clears throat> um, honorable mentions. I cannot, um, I cannot not mention one of my own books because at Traditional Cooking School, we actually have not we've got another thumbs up in the comments. Great. We actually have nine ebooks and then one print book, The Complete Idiot's Guide to Fermenting Foods available. And I'm getting a comment that you have Eat Beautiful and Einkorn. Fantastic. Um, so we have nine ebooks and one print book. And the ninth book just came out. It's called, can you see that with the glare? It's called Cooking Outside. It's from the class that I ran before Einkorn Baking. So that is available now. If, so if you're collecting our books, you can find it now. A quick link for you is knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash outside. So that's honorable mention number one. One comment says, I want to try the herbal coffee substitute book. Great. You're going to love it. Um, another honorable mention book, because we're about traditional cooking, right? And the foundation book of, nourish, of traditional cooking is Nourishing Traditions. So in 2015, the Nourishing Traditions cookbook for children came out. And Suzanne, the author, was a guest 
Suzanne Gross was a guest on my podcast, number 115. So that's knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 115 if you want to listen to that. Oh, we're getting a yay, my favorite. What I love about this book is look at the illustrations and diagrams. It's so easy and wonderful journey for kids to go through. Um, I just love it. So it's all, got all the principles of a nutrient-dense diet and recipes that are fun for kids to do. And I don't mean fun like dumbed down. I mean, it's just in a really nice format to, so that kids can have a wonderful journey in the kitchen and get familiar with traditional cooking basics. Um, so that book for you is knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash ntkids. One word, ntkids, if you're interested in that book. And one more honorable mention. This is The Nourished Kitchen from Jenny McGruther at nourishedkitchen.com, a blogging colleague. This is another beautiful book along the lines of Megan's and um, Carla's Einkorn Cookbook because the pictures are gorgeous. The principles are sound. Um, it's just a gorgeous book. There is a recipe from it that Jenny gave me um, permission to share at traditionalcookingschool.com. So if you go to knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash baked oats, you'll find a free recipe for baked oats with pistachios, dried figs, and honey. Okay, that is a great question. Yes, and I recognize you. Good to see you here. Uh, any chance of having these all on one page? Definitely. When this, um, when this podcast is released in about a week at knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 142, the show notes will have links to all of these. And as well, I'll have links to all of these on my YouTube channel with the video recording of this. And Sev is saying, love that book. The Pilmeni are fantastic, which I don't even know what that means. <laughs> okay, so do you guys have any questions? Jay Massey just had that question about finding all the links, and that will be again at knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 142. So I can take a couple more questions about these books. Oh, I want to ask you, what are your favorite books of 2015? Because I can repeat them here on the podcast. Um, I need the links for the Christmas. Okay, I will get them to you today. I've got them all typed up in my notes. I'll just cut and paste. Sev is saying Russian ravioli is a favorite recipe or is it a book? Um, question, is THM gluten-friendly? It is gluten-friendly. Yes. Uh, you rock, <laughs> says Jay Massey. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate that. Okay. Are you guys, are you guys still with me? Because a phone call just came in. I don't know how it came in. I had my phone set up to do not disturb. Anyway, well, thank you so much for being with me. God bless you. If you're listening to this podcast on Christmas Day or shortly thereafter, Merry Christmas. God bless you. I hope that um, the Lord gives you and your family, whether Christmas brings in um, tough times and tough memories or lots of joy that the Lord cares for you. I know he will. Lean on him and I just thank him for his blessings and for taking care of all our um, all our needs. So God bless you all. And I'll talk to you all again very soon. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope to see you again very soon. Let me tell you what you can do next. You can visit the show notes for this episode. Just go to knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash, and then without a space, type the number of this episode. You'll get links and much more information about what we've been talking about. 
You can submit questions for future episodes. I love to answer your questions on the air, so go to knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash questions to submit them. You can stop by traditionalcookingschool.com to get five free traditional cooking videos from me. And finally, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, the podcast app, or Stitcher. If you're on a mobile device, just search for Know Your Food with Wardy while you're in the app. If you're on a desktop or laptop, go to knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash iTunes right in your browser. And while you're there, please leave a rating or review. I love to read your comments and your feedback makes it much more likely that other people will find this podcast. Thank you so much.